두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Yeah, I think I'm fine now, but it was weird, like, all the weird side effects I had from COVID. Like, first of all, I just felt, like, kind of wimpy for, like, a whole month. What else is new? You're always kind of wimpy. Yeah. I did that weird thing with my back or whatever that fucked up my arm, which I'm sure was, like, inflammation from COVID because that's when, like, the pain started. Yeah, it's probably a combination of, uh, you know, coughing and shit and then inflammation. Yeah, but I guess that's gone now. But it's also like fucking it like did something to like my bladder for a while. Like I have like was having to pee all the time. You know, like I was waking up a couple times a night to pee, which is odd. But that went away finally. And the only thing I could think of is like, yeah, something to do with COVID was like, because you know it like fucks up different organs and shit. It's up all the organs, right? And for some people who get long COVID, and then they're after a year they're a little bit better, and a lot of people are never better. Yeah, well, maybe not. It's only been like maybe the last couple weeks or so that my sense of taste has completely come back. Because for a while, it's like I could taste shit, but like nothing tasted right. Mm -hmm. But now I think it's better. Seems more normal. But yeah, it's like that's just not a joke, man. I'm pretty healthy, especially for like my age and stuff, and it kind of fucked up my shit at the end of the year there and then because of that like i've been like depressed kind of since then too but luckily i'm working out again so um maybe that'll solve the gym and then all the old ladies like hey ladies hey i'm back look at my chest you can we can run your hands through it i think my chest hair is usually covered at the gym Really? Yeah, I assumed when you go to the gym, you'd wear one of your low-cut tank top things, and that way everybody sees all the goods. Mm, no, I have a bunch of, like, sh- cut-off shirts that I usually wear to the gym, so, like, definitely you can see how um, big and well-developed my shoulders are, but you don't get to see too much chest hair. Oh, dark. That's yeah. what the ladies want, you know? They're after the chest hair, I think. Some ladies, Sorry, I think. There's definitely some women that like it, but I'm just spinning. Not everyone. I'm just throwing out things, throwing darts out, seeing what lands. I'll draw a target after. Well, fucking 2023 or um, Teemo 23. This on this podcast is Teemo 23. Nope. Off to a fucking amazing start. We uh, missed last week. <laughs> it yeah. is definitely going to be the year of Tigers, Kyle. I'm going to kill him this year. Ratshot. Gonna just, you know, fucking can't even record a podcast. The easiest shit on the planet. Yeah, you know, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Bottom's about to fall out on the industry side of it, though, so that should be good for us. A bunch of companies invested way too much money into it, not getting any returns, which makes sense. I don't know why Spotify is like, yeah, we'll spend $500 million on podcasts. Somehow that'll make us money. 
It's just like the sheer dearth of it. It's like, oh yeah, let's get the these two motherfuckers from the show we don't give a fuck about from 20 mm. years ago and we'll have them talk about it. Like, they have the goddamn people from the Hills talking about their show. Was it the yeah, Hills? This, or the, just, what's the other one? Uh, the OC. That's the one. No, wait, not the OC. Do they have the OC have a podcast? Not the OC, but the the real OC. The, yeah, Beach. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some audience for it, but it's like you can't be spending millions of dollars on shit like that. But I'm I'm thankful for it because I think it will work out in our favor when just so much of these podcasts all just go under. Because <laughs> like fucking, I mean, it can't be bad for us because you know we we we're we're just sticking around. We're just like, lingering. You know, like barnacles or leeches or gonorrhea. I mean, we're down here in the context. <laughs> Antibiotic resistant gonorrhea. We're like Morlocks. We live down here in the content sewer. Just oh, man. Which Morlock would you be? Uh, <laughs> Morlocks, obviously. Yeah, Marrow. She's the most famous Damn it. One. I was going to say Marrow, too, because she's the famous one. She throws bones. Throwing bones. Not talking about dominoes. She's throwing actual bones. Um. Yeah. So I. I mean. If, like. There's something like what seventy million podcasts. Oh, I'll pick Callisto show. then, since you're sticking with Mero, Mero, the other famous one. I'm gonna be a yeah, sexy lady. There's only about to be five podcasts. This is just, It's all about audacity and Discord. If you're not, fucking, should only cost you like ten dollars to make a podcast. <laughs> it's, it costs more for the um server or the hosting right but you know well no some of them are free like we technically uh we were paying a little bit because we have technically three podcasts but i should offload one so i don't have to pay. Mm. yeah uh, uh but you know like you can go see like you know, red circle shout out to our podcast server thanks uh, send us some money uh and i think anchor which is spotify is, is free too yeah, um, we're gonna hang in there. We're gonna defeat the other podcasts. I want to like outlast um all of them. Wow. Okay. Good luck. I'm outlast every podcast. <laughs> People will have moved on to some sort of other form of media, and we'll be the only podcast. I mean, I, it's, it's all fucking. Living. It's all fucking streaming now. Anyways, that's the that's the big ticket big ticket item for bums to uh, get scraps off of major corporations. I thought, that, so, I thought they're shutting off the spigot for that too. They are, yeah. Unless you're like the you know top ten percent. I guess it's kind of how it always was, anyways. When you're rich, get richer is what you're saying. Yep. <laughs> God, this is a goddamn corrupt earth. The tall get taller. Well, I think I've stopped growing. Um, soon, maybe even getting shorter, right? I hope not. It could happen. You get spinal compression or whatever. Uh, yeah, content. Well, my spine's bad enough. I'm not planning to compress it anymore. You know. I thought yours was uh, that like. Yeah, it's gonna compress back. itself oh, uh, yeah. consistently for the next uh, forty years until I die. Oh, that's nice. Unless they run a robot back, that's what I'm hoping for. You won't robot. be able to afford it. Yeah, I'm gonna steal it. Oh, I'll have, duh! It'll and I'll have someone hook me up in some sort of bio garage. Yeah, it'll be like cyberpunk future, not cyberpunk, but what's the people, people are already doing that shit, but not with like robot backs. It's just like stupid shit. Like oh, I got an NFC chip in my hand, so oh, that yeah, that shit sucks. I can turn my lights on or some shit. Yeah, that's yeah. That body modification is cool, but not um when you're doing stupid shit like that. Well, you just the first step. You know, these are the first. Small steps for man, but one large step for mankind. Yeah, I want you know. body modification. Get a ring camera so the police can jack into my live feed. 
That's like fucking the type of body modification that exists right now. It's like, oh, yeah, I got my fucking credit card in my hand. Like, yeah, wow, that's cool, man. You fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want my hand to split apart into a gun that only kills cops. When are they going to have that technology? <laughs> right around the corner, baby. I think uh, I think the animos is working on it, right? He seems yeah. like he, he seems, he like, seems like, like a guy. guy. He's definitely a real cutting edge kind of guy. Lots of big ideas. Like, what if there was a tunnel, a single lane tunnel in Las Vegas that Tesla's drove on? It costs a lot of money. It's really inconvenient. It doesn't help with anything. Well, you want to you want to spend a lot of money on that? No, oh, never mind. Hold on, I got to do something with Twitter real quick. Oh no, Las Vegas already did. They already spent a bunch of money <laughs> on some bullshit. Yeah, but it's not going to get made. It already exists. There's already a little loop thing in Las Vegas. All it is, you wait in line to ride in a Tesla to go like five miles underground. It's fucking pointless. Sweet. It costs Las Vegas a bunch of money and um, <laughs> didn't do anything. It's amazing. We don't need public transportation anymore. We have single lane tunnels. <laughs> I don't know single lane tunnels. Christ. Uh, this is Content Sewer. We're here to talk about Netflix films. Obviously, complain about other stuff. Basically, everything you think is cool as a normal human being, we think sucks. I was thinking my New Year's no, resolution. I mean, I think some of it's okay, but, you know, most of it sucks. Yeah, my New Year's resolution for 2023 is I think I'm going to become more deta- detached and estranged from, like, mainstream society. Is that possible at this point? How you're supposed to get, go out into the world now? Yeah, that's like the last step is like, um, I basically would have to become a Morlock at this point, right? Yeah, live in the sewer. Yeah. Ooh, that's, I mean, like, there's a certain appeal to it. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles always had a cool sewer house, especially in Turtles 2 and 3, Turtles in Time. Yeah, when they lived in the old train station. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess basically I just like, uh, I'm not going to, no, no, current events and I'm, no, not for me anymore. I'm just going to like. I'm just going to watch. I'm going to get really into Hong Kong action movies this year, and that's all I'm going to talk about, all I'm going to think about. Um, I'm not going to have opinions on anything else. I don't care anymore. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm fucking... I've had enough. I've had enough of having opinions and using my brain and stuff. I'm gonna, I'm really going to become a boomer now, I think. Oh, they have a plenty of opinions. What are you talking about? Yeah, they sure do, huh? They're like, fucking, you take my gas stove from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> no one said that. I'll kill all of you. <laughs> I'll blow up everyone's my gas stove. Everything. People don't have political, like concrete political opinions anymore. It's all just about consumer behavior. Fucking rules. Wait, that's that's a true thing. Uh huh. Fucking rules. <laughs> I thought you were just like a boomer. No. <laughs> I mean, the boomers you are. Your boomer voice. I was confused. They're, um, I'd say, more widely represented in consumer-brained idiots, right? But it, it affects all generations. Yeah, I mean, I would say that the boomers, um, it's a little bit, like, the way they do it is more uh, perverse and widespread. It's not usually mm-hmm. focused on a single thing. Yeah, um, it's just like, you don't necessarily consumer. mean someone that's like, I fucking love Disney so goddamn much, yeah. the greatest company in the world. Well, it just manifests in different ways, right? Like yeah. the the boomer consumer brain is just like the the Back love of consumption. Why don't you work and work? the love the... of consumption and capitalism in general, right? Yeah, then, yeah but uh, millennials are killing Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, like oh, we gotta protect the Applebee's, and then millennials it um it kind of manifests in like yeah, like 
they think like oh it's like subculture or fandom or blah 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 but really they're just like consumer hordes for disney or marvel or uh horror movies or professional wrestling or blah blah, blah right but i actually think that zoomers <clears throat> is basically the same thing too well the zoomers are um they're just slaves to an algorithm right like they're uh they, <laughs> it was on tiktok yeah they like never at least our generation we had like a little bit of an opportunity to learn and find new music and movies and shit on the internet like through our own volition right um the zoomers everything is just drip fed to you by an algorithm you know like they, that's why they have like no concept of anything that happened before the year 2000 i think part of it's because like cable tv doesn't exist anymore so you're not forced <laughs> to watch the same and shit. education's got even worse yeah, but it's also just like you, everything in your life is just a little drip feed from an algorithm, right? The music you listen to, the movies you watch, TV shows you watch, the clothes you wear, blah, blah, everything. Everything your identity is from an algorithm, which I think uh, amazing. It's, uh, it's just, you know, it's, I think. No, my question is, how do we get to be part of the algorithm? Because that's how you make the quiche. That's how you, well, you got to kind of start off with the money, right? Because the, the algorithm is not pushing um, the night comes for us, is it? <laughs> uh, no, no, not really. <laughs> no, it's going to reinforce some existing um, uh, tableau, right? Because everything is, oh, we're the land of the free, United States, blah, blah, blah. But everything is heteronormative, patriarchal, blah, blah. Just, you know, straightforward. It's always been the same shit, <laughs> you know? Anyhow, content sewer. I'm Tiger's Kyle. This is the year of Tiger's Kyle. I think it's actually Black Rabbit. But um Rabbit. That sounds like a cool name for a gangster. Beware. Black, Rabbit. Black Rabbit's after us. Or like a sexy Batman anti-hero. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, there's a new one. Black That's like, you know, Bat I I would say this. Batman has really not had a good I think I've mentioned this before. Scarecrow and Rachel Ghoul are the last cool Batman villains. and Harley Quinn's okay. Yeah. Not so much of a villain anymore, really, even, so it's hard to tell. I yeah, I've, um, speaking of Batman, um, Batman's like one of the only comic properties that I like, but um, I, we had a whole episode on another podcast where I just complained about how the comics suck, and the only good thing is like a few of the movies and the animated series, right? <laughs> Essentially was my argument, um, and I just want to reinforce that now, somehow I went down a rabbit hole of like modern Batman stuff. I, oh, man, reading... I think I told you this, that I read like every Batman for the last <laughs> four years, they're not good. Yeah, I wasn't actually reading any of the comics. I was just reading, like, you know, general story arcs, getting an idea of, like, what Batman is like. I don't remember what triggered it, but I just saw something that I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. Um, yeah, this is Bat Family Fucking Bat Family shit. Like, yeah, there's just, like, too a million much. fucking... How, man, comic books fucking are corny as shit. They yeah. Well, I, there's everything. Well, you got to think that it's a reflection of what's going on. Everyone's looking for some weird attachment that they don't have, right? Yeah, parasocial shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know, all those research coming out is like people have, you know, only few people have even one or two close friends. There's a lot of people that have no close friends. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's. I think it's just an extension of that shit. The, the fabric of society does seem to be kind of coming apart around us. Um I don't have any solutions. No one has any solutions. <laughs> but we're I just kind of watching. Starts it with killing Mark Zuckerberg. I, you know, we got to go back in time and prevent the invention of the iPhone. Because that's the problem. As soon as Normie's got on the internet, that was it, right? That was fucking. That was it. It was all downhill from 2006, I think. I'm a Luddite. I talked about it before. Like the internet shouldn't have really advanced beyond like the year 2000. <laughs> no, it should have even gone 56.6k.
Well, no, like cool people like us who had cable internet in like the year 2000, that's fine. But like, we don't need every boomer to be able to access the internet in their pocket at any time and express their thoughts at any time. And you know what I mean? And just constantly be bombarded with, um, bullshit. You know, it's, that that was absolutely socially. That was the downfall of mankind. I think was the smartphone, um, more broadly, uh, I, I guess, you know, just capitalism and consumerism and destruction of the earth is going to be the material downfall of humanity. But we're going to talk about Netflix, man. Yeah. And you know what? Netflix (laughs) wouldn't exist without the internet getting better or capitalism (laughs) or capitalism getting worse. Movies wouldn't exist without capitalism either, I guess. Except for they, they get produced in non-capitalist countries. Because <laughs> art rules. that People just want to make art, you know? But anyhow, Netflix original films. Are there any good ones? Are they all? Is it all just like some sort of weird money-making scheme that Netflix is terrible at? I think that's so. all I mean, movies. I think that's the, the correct answer is, yeah, Netflix is it's, it's a scheme. But they don't know what they're doing, right? Yeah, oh well, yeah, they figured out like the... They're like the DV thing's working, and we're doing the streaming thing. And then, uh, no, when everybody's doing the streaming thing, they're like, "How do we? Uh, how do we not die?" And they, uh, they don't know. I. It's just. Um, they're just. It's they. They're literally taking a shit and throwing it at a fan and hoping something sticks to the wall. Well, yeah, we've talked about before. I, their initial goal was to get rid of blockbuster and shit. They did that, and they're like, "All right, what's next?" Um, it was accelerated by the pandemic. I think there there is the drive to get rid of like the the theaters. I don't think they necessarily know how to do that. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I don't if think really... they honestly have a real plan. I don't think it is the drive to go. I don't know if they're. I think that might be like in the air that idea, but yeah, I don't think they have a concrete plan of really how to, like, what the purpose of Netflix is or anything, right? Because they're just. They're still just throwing money at like any old shit that comes along, right? And then not promoting it. Not like I. There's a um, Hirokazu Koreeda. Apparently, his studio signed a huge deal with Netflix in Japan. Like Netflix gave him like millions of dollars to produce a TV series, mm-hmm. which it premiered um, like yesterday on Netflix. And like maybe it's being promoted in Japan, but I doubt it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they. So they're just giving money away. And then not promoting their shit. And then even... Like, you know, they're what? promoting it. Stranger Things Season 4 just is out. You know that? Yeah, but mm-hmm. also, like, how do they make money anyways, right? Because it's like, oh, we got fucking the hottest movie of the year, so you got to subscribe to Netflix. But, like, people are already subscribed to Netflix, right? They can't really be increasing their membership very much month to month, year to year anymore, right? It's well, got to be going down, in fact. In fact, we know it's going down, right? Well, the last time the revenue picked up, here's, I mean, you, you, their business model relies on constant growth, essentially, right? So they have well, to, every, um, yeah, everything does now, right? Yeah, Always, well, every true. quarter's got to be better last quarter. Well, that's impossible, but, you know, do what you can, I guess. <laughs> um, no, 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 you, that's not impossible. You, every life depends on it. Anyways, um, <laughs> you can fudge numbers, make it work. Fire some people, hire some people. Uh, <laughs> that's like, uh, You've seen that comic strip where it's um, dinosaurs and the meteors, you know, heading towards the earth. And then one of the dinosaurs is just like, oh, no, the economy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, so it, it, basically it's their, their business model in a nutshell. Throw some shit at the wall and it might stick. Yeah, maybe we'll make That's, some money. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, really, their their growth has to come from like uh, other countries at this point. Yeah, breaking into the Chinese market. Right? Yeah, good luck. Uh, but yeah, China's got a bunch of their own um, streaming services, and they're pretty, you know, strict about content. Um, so it's kind, of, it's hard for. <laughs> they're actually uh, really uneven about the strictness of their content. That's what I mean. It's just you, you, one rule might apply one week, but not apply next week, and it might apply to one company, but not another company. Mm. They're stricter with um, American companies or foreign companies than they are with Chinese companies. Yeah, generally. absolutely. Yeah, because the China, um, their streaming services have been have given birth to like a new wave of like uh, low budget schlock films that are like only available on streaming sites in China. I've been trying to find a way that I can watch some of them, but like, I mean, it's, it's just old for the masses. It's basically the, like uh, a new form of like exploitation film was developed in China because of like how inconsistently they're monitoring all the different streaming services and how easy it is to just like pump shit onto the streaming services and turn around and make a profit it's like digital roger corman <clears throat> someone should make that streaming service yeah because like the obviously the market in china is so big that there's you know there's you can find an audience for anything so there's a constant demand for content in china and um i'm not saying this is good in any way but uh at least they're fucking making cheapo monster movies and shit again right <laughs> What if you, uh, what if you, uh, what if, uh, fucking giant salamander, huh? <laughs> what about that? I'll just film him real close up and then we'll have, well, we'll film him far away and then everybody else real close up. It'll be crazy. Oh, uh, no, they're not doing practical effects. That'd they're be doing. awesome. Though. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, though. Seems to, it's just like cheapo digital stuff, which, uh, uh, you know, that's how it I'm is. I'm gonna do this one with clay. What, like Harry Housen? <laughs> you got it. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool if someone brought that back. I guess Phil Tippett's Mad God. Check it out. It's on Shudder. Oh, also, I guess Skin and Marink's going to be on Shudder. It's in theaters right now. Everyone check it out. Um, I already watched it when it leaked on the internet before it had distribution. I don't particularly... Yeah. Um, no. It's as interesting as an experimental film. And, like, I agree that it does put you in this weird mind space where it made me remember what it's like to fear to feel fear from a movie, but, like, I wasn't actually uh, afraid, you know? It's an interesting movie. It's too long, especially for the style it's filmed in and stuff. But I don't know. It's, I support independent filmmaking, I guess. Go see it in theaters. But the short version on his YouTube channel from a couple of years ago is probably... It probably should have stayed at 45 minutes, you know? That happens a lot of times. Yeah. This is a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Shudder, though. Skin of Marink, Mad God... Go for it. Uh, we didn't. We fucking. This is Netflix though, and we watched uh, the night comes for us because it's Timo twenty three. We did a Timo Tahanto double feature last week. Was the big four? We gave it. Was it like a five out of ten, six out of ten? Yeah, I think we might have given it a five or six out of ten. It was not. It was like an okay movie. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of disappointing for me at least because I like uh, Timo Tahanto. Uh, luckily though, uh, this week we watched, um, his masterpiece, the nice night comes for us. I, this is fucking eight out of 10 for me. This movie's dope. When it first started, I was like, wait a minute, maybe my memory made me think this was cooler than it was. Right. Cause it starts off kind of, kind of weak. Right. And then, um, as soon as they got to the meat locker fight, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie's yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat lockers, I got Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This just tight. This is tight. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, a little too long for an action movie, and the one of the action trope 
overplayed a little bit in the one of the like towards the final fight, I think. Of uh, everyone stand around and we're gonna fight this guy one on one. Yeah, with the until he does a helicopter, and then we're gonna all try to stab the guy on his back. Yeah, I mean, there's some corny shit in it. Um, the big standout corny shit for me is uh, when they introduce the blonde haired killer woman and she just does like corny action movie like point her you know what i mean or the fighter one-on-one and shit mm-hmm. you know there's like corny action shit like that in there but um man as soon as he gets to that meat locker fight and then it's relentless for about 40 minutes it's like oh okay fucking hell yeah did you know topon's in this movie topon topon he plays fati he's in it quite a bit he's one of the big four yeah, that's right. He's the leader of the Big Four. I was thinking, um, I didn't particularly like Topon in the Big Four, right? But he had enough like presence in the Big Four that I will always recognize Topon now. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> coming from see, having seen The Night Comes for Us a couple years ago or whatever when it came out, and then watching The Big Four, I didn't recognize him. But after watching The Big Four and watching this, I was like, oh, it's fucking Topon! Topon, hey Topon, I know Topon, hey Topon. I know Topon, he's a star now. Uh, this movie does star actual stars, so right, team. Mm. It's got real stars. We got Iko Uwais, who is um the star of the Rays. I think he's done some stuff in the West because of his success in the Rays. I don't know, but he's like a star to me. I recognize him. I've seen him in shit. And then the main character is uh, Joe Taslim, who's uh, he's uh, Sub Zero in the Mortal Kombat movie, so he's a star, right? <laughs> Which uh, Mortal Kombat movies? The most recent one that sucked really bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's behind. Um, he's also in the raid, Joe Taslim, um, and uh, some other shit. There's some other important shit that he's in. Well, fucking, I don't remember. Oh, he's in Fast and the Furious. Oh. Mix. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He used to be a fucking judo athlete, and then he became an action movie guy, which is that's a good career path for like combat sports athletes, especially if you're not doing like MMA and shit. You just become, yeah, especially like, if you're broken your nose at some point, you got a handsome face. Yeah, you just go be a stuntman or do some action movie shit, and then everyone's like, "Oh, he's a tough guy." So a good tra- tra- career trajectory. I like Eco and Joe Toslin. They're cool. They're cool. Uh, the reason why, in my opinion, this movie is better than the big four is, well, I mean, it's, um, it's a, a, yeah, it's a better setup for an action movie. It's a little bit cliche, right? Um, he's like, ah, fucking, cause he's part of the Chinese triad, kind of, um, he operates in the Southeast Asia. He's like, uh, you know, they've, they've, uh, outsourced some of the labor the chinese triads about <laughs> some, like some of the killing you know it's hard to do a lot of the killing yourself these days especially when distant areas in indonesia yeah well they just like the fucking they don't want to have to have chinese people hanging out in indonesia they're like we'll just give it some of the locals you know it's like franchising uh but for some reason he just he's had enough and he's like i'm not gonna kill this little girl yeah, I mean, I killed everybody else in this village, but this little girl's enough for me. Yeah, that was the last straw. So he kills his own men and goes goes on the run. But fuck, you can't be doing that shit to the triad. They're pissed. They're fucking, hey, man, we got to get him. We got to get this fool. So he teams back up with uh, the boys he grew up with, the, how he got his gangster start on the mean streets of Jakarta with Topan. He's called Fati in this. <laughs> but there's another... Another, another interesting character in it, though, huh? It's uh, White Boy Bobby. 
White Boy is the best character. <laughs> white Boy Bobby. There's a White Boy in this. See, I could be in a Teemo movie. But yeah, he's White Boy Bobby because uh, there's probably not too many white people around growing up in the slums of Jakarta. Who's to say, though? You never know. <laughs> white people get around. Uh, there's also uh, Julia Stells in it. She plays a motorcycle badass woman who I don't understand her motivation in the movie at all, but she's pretty cool, huh? I mean, you know, she's 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 certainly there. Well, because like she shows up. She's and the operator. Yeah, she shows up and it's like, you, hey, yeah, I'm gonna kill you, but maybe not. No. Well, like no. it seems like she was hired to kill him, right? But then, uh, yeah. She, well, she's just gonna kill all the sixties. Yeah. Oh, and also the blonde-haired woman and her are both from some sort of Deadly Viper Assassination Squad type joint too, right? Yeah. Because they talk to each other in French about being um, Deadly Viper <laughs> Assassination Squad. Yeah. The Fox Force 5. <laughs> Ooh, that was, that's a better one. She specializes in motorcycles and a suppressed machine gun. And the blonde woman specializes in um, those carpet cutting knives. You know, the hooked ones. <laughs> <laughs> one time in real life, I saw that some dude gets uh, jabbed up by one of those. Oh, it, was, it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie's great. I don't know. It's fucking ultra violent. He shoots that dude in the leg with the shotgun and it flings him forward and his head bounces off the desk. And then fucking he's killing people with uh, ham bones from the meat locker. <laughs> He beats the shit out of all those dudes in the police van, and then oh yeah, I mean they all have tinnitus. Like he, after that movie, I'm surprised that that party can hear anything, you know. And there's the fucking non. It's like a thirty minute. They cut away from it. It's not thirty minutes straight. Oh, the the hotel thirty minutes, apartment fight. Oh my god, just nonstop machete fights. People are getting machete everywhere. everywhere. This shit rules. This is like fucking every action movie should be like this. Um, crazy good use of practical effects. Obviously, some digital assistance with some of it, but um, I can't tell if they're using squibs, like really cool ass squibs, or if it's like a digital effect. But like when people are getting shot and the blood spray is like a mist, that looks fucking cool. They should do that in more movies. I, I yeah, blood mists are the way to go, right? I, I think yeah. it's a digital effect. I'm guessing because I don't. Well, I mean, you if they just make a, a high-powered squib that, like, shoots mist instead of, um... Because, you know, the other ones used to just be, like, tomato soup would come out of them. <laughs> like, the old ones. And the technology... Squib technology's gotten better, and now they have, like, uh... Quentin Tarantino uses the ones where, like, a whole gallon of tomato soup comes out of <laughs> But, like, I don't know. I, I just imagine they, they could have squibs that are just, like... They just shoot out red mist, you know? Like, it's some motorized thing. Uh, it's a, it's a, with tomato soup with some water in it. Yeah, but yeah, the, I like that. I like the the mist instead of like a blood spurt. Blood spurts are good too. The um, I, I think you know, mix it up. You know, I don't, everything shouldn't look the same. Yeah, it, it, that's how it works in this movie. There's a nice little mix because like when they use a shotgun, it's like all right, ultra gore, tomato soup. But then um, the operator when she's using her suppressed machine gun, it's the mist. Yeah, it's like tomato soups. Yeah, there um there is a lot of um uh visual uh variety in this movie which I think helps make it cool cuz yeah, there's people getting, you know, clearly a prosthetic head getting machete put into it. 
but then also people just getting shot up and their heads blown off. And yeah, there's just a lot of different, a nice variety of violence in it. I'm not sure why I like violence in movies so much. I just think it's fun. She's a violent um, person deep down. Yeah, kind of. I just like, uh, especially like in movies like this, where the comparison I always go to is, uh, you know, in um, The Dark Knight, in the beginning when the Joker shotguns the mafia bank man, but there's not any blood. And he's just, he's like healed over crawling, like, oh, you like he's, you know, bleeding out, but there's not any fucking blood. Yeah. That shit's stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, if violent, if you're going to have violence in the movie, I think it should be like quick and brutal, you know? It shouldn't be, oh, the, 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 the comical aspect of like having to avoid violence or, I don't know, just you fucking show blood, show people fucking violence is crazy. You know, make it be like crazy and brutal. Be crazy and uncomfortable. Yeah, why not? And beautiful. And beautiful too. Yeah, some beautiful, beautiful violence. It's fun. <laughs> Fucking sex and violence, man. That shit rules. Sex and violence. Put it in more movies. Why are you so scared, you cowards? Everyone just wants to be on Netflix. They want to be in the new net- top Netflix original. They want housewives and to love their tv shows so they can't put any sex or violence but no fuck them put sex and violence and everything wait i'm confused am i fucking housewife sex and violence i'm about to do sex and violence on housewife whoa i don't think that's appropriate at all anymore i mean it's not appropriate if you get caught but oh no i mean like if you're really rich it is because dana white's getting away with it yeah i mean it's like uh supposedly allegedly in air quotes it's not appropriate anymore but i'm pretty sure it's uh, pretty baked into the system i mean yeah i mean name one person's really been canceled by it i mean yeah. everybody's like oh bobby brown and i'm like yeah well, uh, i'm pretty him? sure i remember britney spears singing a bobby brown song in like 2006 i'm sure he was really canceled yeah that's it it's uh it's all part of the plan right um yeah there's progress is an illusion <laughs> It's not happening. We're all just posted on the internet and everything's coming apart. <laughs> Give up. Just watch Netflix. Never. Just just watch Knife Comes for Us. Never. I have a mental health appointment next week. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Oh, for what? <laughs> Whatever. And for mental health? Yeah, oh. network anxiety. We'll see oh. how it goes. You want to talk about it? Let's talk deep about it. Okay. No. That'll be fun. fun, interesting twist for this podcast. What well, made you decide to go? You're just like, I'm tired of this shit. Basically. Yeah. I'm just sick of feeling like this. Yeah, that makes sense. What else am I supposed to do? I tried walking. I tried drinking water. You got um, you weighted blanket. <laughs> you try that yet? Um, no, but I, sometimes I sleep with two or three blankets on top of me. That feels pretty nice. It feels pretty nice. Every once in a while, a dog come around me. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> that's pretty good. Love to be squished. I'm autistic. Yeah, it is nice to be squished. <laughs> is that a sign of autism? Well, you know, um, that's like a technique they developed. With, oh, yeah, yeah. But that's like, just people like being squished. Yeah, people like being squished. It makes you feel comfortable. Um, What do you think uh, evolutionary component to that is? Just everyone sleeping in a pile? Yeah, probably when it was real cold. I mean, you know, yeah. it was a long time ago when it was quite cold. And I think you had everybody had to sleep in a pile. And if you didn't like sleeping in a pile, you probably died. Yeah, it's not too bad to sleep in a pile. You know, you ever do a uh, molly with a bunch of people and you just get cuddle puddle going? No, not too bad. I don't know. I don't have too much to say about this movie. My brain hasn't been working very well lately because I guess that like span of time where I wasn't working out, I became um, like dumb like other people on the internet. 
But uh, uh, it's probably COVID. You have that COVID brain. You're uh, you're, you're stupid now. Yeah, but night comes for us. Fucking rules. Timo rules. Uh, eight out of ten. Ultra violence. Love it. Um, operators cool. Uh, I mean, there's really not much to say about action movies. That's what it comes down to. If they're if they're good, then you don't really have a lot to say. So I mean, again, my my only comments a little long. Probably cut it cut it down a little bit. And some of the action um, uh, tropes a little overused in my opinion. But the camera work. The characters are fun. Like they get way, they get way, they go way quicker to get the gang back together and get yeah. the shit on the road than the big four does. Um, which goes back to my point: the big four definitely could have cut twenty minutes out of their fucking shit. Do you think maybe to so some of the complaints I have? They're not really complaints because I think this this is a perfectly great action movie. But some stuff I could think of is um maybe the movie uh moves. Like there's not as much focus on uh, Joe Toslim or Hero as you would think, right? Because a lot of it is um, the secondary group of characters, his friends. Right. Um, so we don't get to see as much of Joe being badass. And then in, in action movies, it's not like this is a crazy out there plot where like, oh, we got to protect the little girl, little kid, right? Usually That's another common one. Yeah, but usually in other action movies, they at least do. You know, the little girl would have um some kind of personality maybe a few lines but she's really just a prop in this movie huh she's the you know she talks to him a little bit after her, yeah. all his friends die that's about the only time otherwise she's just yeah. like yeah i'm here and then she's that's like that's kind of true of um he i he gotta go he just seems to write kind of thin characters outside yeah. of well i mean even the i can't really this movie well, doesn't yeah. the characters aren't really well developed oh uh, no there's like some it's of the um, movie so it works better than like a, a comedy uh, action movie where like their family coming back together, you're supposed to care about these people. Mm-hmm. The action movie, there's not as much weight, and so you can get away with it. I think, um, like you know, think about all your favorite action movies. None of them really have a lot of character, right? Well, like even in this movie, um, I mean, even for an action movie, there's like uh, Chan Wu, the triad guy, stands out, and then basically a lot of the people that the antagonists who are getting murdered stand out, but then um. And like White Boy Bobby and Fatih. Yeah, they have a lot of style, but I don't know if I'd consider that character. Yeah, that's true. But then like um our like two main main characters, I guess. The actual guy with the most character is the uh is uh what's his face from? The big four. Topan Fatih? Yeah, Fatih. Yeah, that's yeah, he really stands out in this movie. Cause yeah, Joe Taz Tazim's character. Like uh, he just uh, he's just uh action hero man I guess strong strong silent type but we like they don't ever I guess he he legitimately just had enough huh he's like I'm fucking done with this triad shit yeah well like <laughs> they kind of make it seem like at first that he was forced into it right that was the implication but then later on they make it seem like it was kind of a plan the uh, well there like, regrets his decision you know what I mean like it seems like one of those things that's cool from the outside once you get yeah. into it well yeah because like. I mean, yeah, being a member of the six C's, you're like a bitch for the triad anyways, right? So yeah, when they flash back to him and Eco as youngsters when they're like, Oh man, we don't we uh once we're in with the triad, fucking that'll you know, we're we're gonna be made, right? But like I guess the reality of it is like now you're fucking a bitch for the triad. Cause when when they first introduced Eco Ice character, um, Arion, he's like there's the member of the triad at his club or whatever, and he's like, you just pour the wine, little bitch, right? You know? And he, even he's like, I've had enough of this. I'm about to murder everyone. 
Yeah, it's not all it's cracked up to be, and he'd had enough, huh? Which is, you know what? Perfectly fine for an action movie. I guess that's that's what I said at the outset. Is like I have complaints, but it's like, nah, it's fine because it's just. Yeah, like, what do you want from an action movie? Yeah. You're here for the action. Everything else can be a little, a little loose. It can be thin and have a little, little style to it. I guess um, my one like legitimate complaint as an action movie is um, there's like a formula to how the, um, the to the pacing of the movie. That I think is pretty good, but um, where it's like, so there's a little bit of buildup in the beginning, and then it's like relentless action for 40 minutes, and then a little bit of, uh, you know, like, second act buildup going to the conclusion, and then like another 40 minutes of, like, relentless action. But like that second half, 40, that the last 40 minutes isn't as good as the middle part. Like, because um, like the extended fight yeah, between... that's Ito, true. Between the uh, Eco and or Ito and Ariana at the end is like uh, it's like the the fight between the operator and the blonde woman, the knife fight that they have and shit. I think that's cooler than the fight between Ito and Ariana at the end, which that one should be kind of better, but it's not. I mean the the fight where he gets all the pool balls in the net and he's beating the shit out of people with that, like that's pretty cool, but it's like not as good as like the meat locker apartment police fan you know what i mean that yeah, shit. I, mean, I think it goes back to like the question of like wait because you, you're still a question of is everybody gonna live but once you get mm-hmm. to the end and it's just ito you kind of know it he's gonna at least survive long enough to get the job done yeah. to get the job done right and the only question is does he live all the way which or does he die at the end and that's not really mm-hmm. he cares. He kind of, oh, yeah, you know? he, yeah he finished his mission and then the operator drives off to hopefully appear in another uh, Timo Tahanta movie someday. Yeah, that's the, that's the next one's going to be called The Operator. He's going to kill the other... What, is there four C's left now? <clears throat> um, yeah, I guess technically, right? Because, well, no, there should still be five. Oh, no, because Chen Wu died. No, Chen Wu's like... Is he one of the six C's or is he like their liaison? I thought Chen Wu was one. Uh, I can't remember exactly or if they clarified. Well, no, because like, Chen Wu's like setting up Arion. Cause he, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's one of the six C's. I think he was like an actual triad member who was just kind of like the uh, liaison for the six C's or some shit. I don't know what the point is. This movie's tight, man. Fucking people are getting, yeah. they're getting shot. Nailed they're it. getting their legs blown off. Uh, the knife fight between the operator and the blonde woman. There's a cool practical effect where she stabs the knife into her forearm and slides it down her hand, right? And like cuts her hand in half. That fucking rules. Oh, there's also like I think it's a throwback to like uh, Bushido or Samurai movies, right? Where um they both do like oh some legitimate attack on each other, and you don't know exactly who hit who at first, right? You know, and like in Samurai movies where they both strike, and then they hold their like pose, and then oh uh, suddenly blood sprays out one of them. They did that in the knife fight between the operator and the blonde woman. So that's that's cute. I think that was intentional. Um, I don't know. It's just pretty cool. It was like definitely what I wanted to watch coming off of the Big Four because the Big Four, it's not a bad movie, but I just um, I don't know Timo stuff. I want to see people getting mutilated in like a bullet storm, you know. And that's this movie's got it. <laughs> it's got it in spades. Yeah, bullet storms, hatchets, machetes, uh, weird chains, fucking uh, grenades. Real. It's got it all. A lot of really impervious uh, friends, right? Like White Boy Bobby and Fati, they they each got to kill like a hundred people. 
I mean, Ito by the end should have been dead at least 35 times. Yeah, but he's like the main character. <laughs> you know, usually the side characters, it's like, fucking, yeah, you get a few kills in, but now nah, there was relentless. They massacred like an entire, like, I don't know, <laughs> entire like uh, triad wing. Like, there's not any triad left in Indonesia after that fight. There's just guys on the dock. That some of them probably made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. It inspired me <clears throat> to, like, I'm uh, compiling a list of, like, modern action movies that I want to watch. Mostly, like, Hong Kong and shit, because... Oh, it's, it's all John Wick. John Wick 1. <clears throat> John Wick 2. No, John cause... Wick 3. John Wickin. John Wick movies are, like, yeah, that gun-fu gun shit is, like, kind of cute. But, I haven't like, seen a single one. Um, That's how cool it, I am. Yeah, they're soft. They're, like, soft-ass movies, you know? Like, you don't... Like I said, like if you're gonna have violence in a movie, if it's gonna be all about killing, like fucking make that shit like re reckless and brutal. I don't want to watch like, like people getting shot and like it's like the Matrix or some shit, you know? Like fucking don't make PG thirteen movies where it's about murder. Just if I want to watch action movie, I want to like see blood and like crazy shit. Unless it's like you know John Woo, but like not everything is John Woo, so oh, fucking. Or, but it could be. Yeah, uh, Western, like, like most genres of film at this point, in my opinion, it's Western action movies are, they've like lost any appeal to me because, yeah, they're like not, they still have like all the boring tropes and cliches and corniness, but nothing, they're not doing anything interesting visually or practical. I like Dread. Dread is the last one I liked. Hey, Dread's pretty good, yeah. But, uh, yeah. oh, actually, I liked Prey. I guess that's an action movie. I did watch Prey oh, yeah. over the summer, was... right? I think that was pretty good. Yeah, Prey was all right. It's amazing. It's not as good as The Night Comes for for you or us, but uh, yeah, but I'd, like my I'd pray on some Prey. Yeah, but the problems I have with Prey are the problems that I have with like all Western action movies, right? Where oh yeah, it's got... definitely a pretty standard action movie. She's got like comic book or video game ass weapon, right? That shit's whack. Um, where she's, you know, the hatchet on a string or whatever. That sucks. Um, there's not like really any blood or gore in it. Uh, the 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 predator is like does like superhero shit. He fights the dumb CGI bear. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, the follow oh, man. I hated that shit. Why do we see so much of the predator fighting animals and shit? Yeah. Why does he rattle <laughs> a bear and a wolf? Yeah, that's what I mean. Western action movies are soft. They're corny. I got a snake. Ha -ha. Now I'm going to move yeah. up the food chain. Yeah, that's the most dangerous game of all. Man. Yeah, so I'm not interested in that shit. I'm only watching like Yakuza murder movies, Hong Kong murder movies, Indonesia. We got to be violent. I'm, I just want to like watch violence. I kind of want to write my own action movie now. Just a violent action movie. Do it. <sighs> I think I, I will. To. You just gotta come. I'm, I just have to come up with like some sort of like conceit or concept, some kind of gimmick to make it interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be it gun. yeah, it has to have some sort of political or what? sociological commentary for me. But you know, what are you working on? What do you, what do you got so far? I don't know yet. I just now thought of writing an action movie. Well, I just tell you, this last week, um, I have written more than I have in like the last year and a half. I don't know why. Probably because um, been uh, walking and drinking water and using your weighted blanket and doing yeah, some push-ups. Uh, uh, I don't do any yeah, push-ups these days. Anymore. Well, I guess I do the yoga push-ups. Have you ever played with that? Uh, well, we're just gonna go off tangents now because I'm deciding that. Have okay. you ever played with that AI chat shit? Uh, not. I mean, 
way back in the day, the early ones from like the mid two thousands. Yeah, so they get. I mean, like they're getting kind of like uh, popular on the internet. So I've read some articles and some uh, message board posts and shit about it, and like shit about yeah. it. And so I was playing around with it. Um, not very good at recommending books. I spent like five minutes, like just trying to get it to see if it could recommend a book that I hadn't heard of. So I, you know, mm-hmm. told it authors I liked and books I was looking for. And after like five minutes, it's like, well, here's four recommendations. Uh, three of them you specifically told me that you read. And uh, one of them is from an author that you did tell me that you hated. <laughs> so yeah, was, um, I'm like, good none job, dummy. None of these AIs seem very good at this point. They also then, seem like um, an, an affront to humanity. Yeah, Especially the AI art, art generator. The art so. ones are really bad. Yeah, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. It's like uh, but people... What's that Hayao Miyazaki quote in that documentary where he's like, people have given up on humanity. And, yeah, well, did you like, see yeah. his quote about AI art? Yeah, it's an affront to humanity. It's disgusting. It's like, I just like the part that's like, oh, no, I hate this. Uh, but oh, I did, uh, some from people the... were doing like Dungeons & Dragons shit with it, so I tried to get it to play Dungeons & Dragons. I couldn't get that to work. But I did like... um. I did like try to get it to like brainstorm a Dungeons and Dragons like uh, adventure with me, and it was pretty good at that. So, you know, in the future, uh, that's what I'll be using it for. I mean, in the future, uh, it's I guess they yeah, there just won't be any human cre- creativity through the mainstream anymore. Yeah. So, so I gotta get the, gotta get the writing, gotta get the action movie out while you still can. Yeah, well, maybe I'll just kill myself. <laughs> well, there's your hook for the action movie. Yeah, <laughs> man, everything's terrible, huh? <laughs> what a crazy! Uh, it's about uh, AI that's gonna. Uh, it's a really meta. It's like adaptation. It's about an yeah. AI that's gonna write uh, the greatest well, action movie of all time. So you go and t- on a journey to destroy the AI. You and Nicolas Cage. Hell yeah, Nicolas Cage is in it. Cool. Yeah, it's like adaptation. I already said that. Nicolas Cage. Charlie we'll get Meryl Streep to voice the AI. All right. Well, uh, YouTube can be like Buttman or Goku by going to VHSKVLT.com and donating to the Patreon. Listen to the other podcasts, promoting it, telling other people about right. it, friends, family, and loved ones. All sorts of shit. Fucking the $60 you were going to spend on Baller's Gate 3 early access, give that to us instead. I'll play it for you. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, you can watch him on stream. That'll be uh, uh, the Patreon. Yeah, eventually, eventually, I'll stream if I fucking I don't know. Every day I wake up and I'm like not in the mood to do very much. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know that you know. Um, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I got a doctor's appointment about it. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't heard back from my doctor's appointment about getting fucking cybernetic super lover program. Like, when are they gonna hook me up? Cybernetic super yeah. lever lever program or lever super program? Lever. I heard, I heard lever. I like I don't know what lever you need. I assume it's for your arm. It's all bunked. No, my arm's fine now. I'm back to working out just as I was before. I don't I no idea what it was, what caused it, why it got better. The fuck, it doesn't matter anymore. But I still still need to probably see if I have sleep apnea. Oh that yeah, I forgot you do your, your sleep <laughs> test. I hook a couple yeah. of wires to you. Have yeah, you sleep in bed? That's I'll tell you, way too tiny for you. Like, you, you no way in hell are you gonna fit in those fucking beds. I There's didn't. some some places that I'll let you do it at home now. Maybe I'll get hooked oh, up. Oh yeah, that. I forgot it's 2022. Yeah, they just put some shit in your oh, nose. 2023. Put, put some diodes on you. <laughs> some diodes. Well, uh, 
fucking yeah go to the website listen to our podcast tell your friends and family uh what movie you watching next week i don't know i forgot to figure that out oh i got a recommendation because i keep seeing it on netflix and i remember someone uh uh, reviewing it somewhere Mm. and it's a norwegian movie and it's about a big monster and it's called troll oh it's like uh from scandinavia i'm assuming yeah somewhere in the scandinavian region i think it's norwegian is it um it's just called Troll, not Troll Hunter, right? No, it's Troll 2022. Came out Troll in like 2022. November? November? Or December? It was right like, uh, you know, Don DeLillo, Whiskey Me, and a Blinky Midnight Clock. Uh, the White Noise is uh, came out on Netflix, right? And I was like, maybe we watch that. But like for some reason, I'd like, I'll just read the book again or something. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> care about watching the movie. But yeah, we'll watch Troll next week. Maybe eventually we'll watch White Noise. I do like Don DeLillo because I'm a basic male manipulator or whatever the cliches are about um, college-educated men on the internet. I, I just, you know, I'm just a poor white boy. You're not college-educated. Nope. <laughs> I'm college <laughs> dropout. Community college dropout. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean is, like, there's all these, like, cliches about... Um, Oh, men who like Hemingway or who like Infinite Jests that are all based on like really uh, up here on the people that do like Infinite Jests are a little strange to me, but yeah, yeah, but it is all from like interacting with like upper middle class men that you yeah, they don't. I mean, like, none of them well, haven't really read Infinite Jests. A lot of them have uh, just read the Cliff Notes. Well, I just mean it's like really removed from like um, normal Reality. everyday shit. Yeah, like if I if I went to like a house party with a bunch of my friends and I was like, "Hey, uh, what do you? What's you guys' favorite uh, fucking um, Nobukov?" Yeah, what do you novel? think of a movable feast, huh? You want to? Do you know uh, Nobukov? You familiar with Nobukov? No, they're fucking not gonna know any of that shit. All right, <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, I don't know. It's you get my point. Like, there's weirdos on the internet who think like you're fucking their experience at college is that is how the entire world operates. Or some shit. Whenever I read that, I'm like, you fucking you. You need to die. <laughs> you're just so fucking weird. Anyhow, go to the website, listen to the other podcasts, get that shit out there. Tell everyone if you like the podcast. Tell everyone you know. Uh, like and subscribe or whatever you can do for podcasts. I don't know. Follow the shit on Spotify. I know there's like options that like boost the algorithm or something. I don't shit. care. Try it out. Do it. Uh, just do give whatever. us money. That's the important thing. And then the algorithm will take care of itself. Money is its uh, own algorithm. Yeah, money's fine. I also want the power. <laughs> I want the social power. I want to be well, known. Yeah. I, I too want to be able to to prey on women. Like, uh, what's the guy from uh, Rick and Morty? Justin Rowland. That's the one. And Dan Harmon, technically, right? <laughs> Didn't he get in trouble? Or I think he admitted. I think he's most more of an alcoholic kind of situation with him. But yeah, yeah. kind of similar situation deal with the domestic violence, right? I don't know. Did he actually hit somebody, or was it more like I mean? I think it's more like he's an asshole. But I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I just remember like. Dan Harmon's canceled, which doesn't mean anything. And I remember recall it being kind of like, uh, definitely not as bad as Justin Rollins, because Justin Rollins seems to have been like creeping on underage fans and shit. Yeah, what too. the fuck? How does that go? I just am so shocked how this shit keeps getting uh, to be so pervasive at this point. You know what I mean? Why did the fuck? Well, uh, it's um, these posts people... were on the internet for months, and everyone just everyone just ignore them. Fun it's, times. Uh, a lot of people suck. Um, yeah, a lot of people they, do suck. They enable, they, they enable other people 
with power. If you're you get power, well, if you uh, if you make a lot of money for uh, Warner Brothers, they're um, gonna protect you. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get some uh, protection, right? Well, not even Ooh, just Warner well, Brothers. If if you're yeah, far enough, uh, you know, just uh, that's the man. If you like far enough up the chain at your fucking minimum wage call center job, that you're gonna get protected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just how yeah fucking how people operate for some reason but not us here at uh the content sewer we will never get canceled um because so i don't think i've ever sexually harassed anyone so it's pretty as easy as i'm aware i haven't either i mean someone can correct me if i'm wrong i mean to be honest they um not to be like oh as far as i'm aware huh, but like they're the navigating romantic social sexual situations it is possible that you have sexually harassed someone and not been aware of it kind of but or at least made them uncomfortable, uncomfortable enough to be careful, yeah. close enough to sexual harassment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't, but so I can't recall any situation like that that's happened to me. But um, I was an alcoholic at some point too, so who knows? You know, could have definitely made plenty of people feel uncomfortable. Well, <clears throat> in fact, I know I have, but usually it's other men in violence rather than uh, sexual <laughs> harassment. To women. But whatever, uh, fucking, but that's all changed now, and the only thing that's going to prevent me from reverting back to that is you going to the website, donating to Patreon, and promoting the podcast. Goodbye, 2020, 2023, 2020, 2023. If you don't donate to the Patreon, uh, I'm going to fucking lose it. I'll be a drunk again, and then it's going to be everyone's problem.